This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, it's a stormy, cloudy, rainy Monday. But once again, with all the sunshine, rainbows, and unicorns, his name is Al Dukes. Oh, hi, Jerry. A couple things that uh, came over the weekend. First, um, yesterday when I was on my way home from Gina's house, I heard a Bob Dylan song on the radio. Nice. It was called, I wrote it down, Murder Most Foul. I don't know if I know that one by name. So it sounded like an old Dylan song, but it kept going and going and going and going. (laughs) But it sounded like classic Dylan. I was like, huh, I'm surprised I never heard this one. So I got home and I uh, reached out to my uh, Bob Dylan friend, Whitney, who um, is the man who trained me in sports radio down in Tampa. And he said that the song just came out. Wow. It is 17 minutes long. Oh, my gosh. And they don't know when it was recorded. That it could be 10 years old. But it is set in the background of of the song is set about the um, the murder of JFK, the assassination. Wow! Well, he did that big song "Hurricane" from Ruben right. Carter, which was a big, I mean, a big Dylan hit. That is, and that's a long song, but that is not yes. seventeen minutes long. This is seventeen minutes, and while I was doing some googling last night about it, it is a radio hit on stations that would play Dylan. It seemed to be more though, like. Um, these sort of public radio stations that are yeah, popular. Yeah. Well, because there's uh, no even New York has even like 104.3. I don't think would play that anymore. No, first of all, they wouldn't play. They might play a new Dylan song if it was very catchy. They would not play a 17 minute Dylan song. No chance. Do you think if there's that, a radio edit for it? Maybe. No, there is no radio edit because it's it's one of these songs, Jerry. You have to check it out. It it doesn't repeat itself. Oh wow! Okay. So it's not like it's a, like a verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, chorus. It's not that. Mm. But it was very intriguing to me listening to, you could tell he's talking about the Kennedy assassination, then into pop culture, then references to Don Henley and the Eagles. Wow. Like, it's very interesting, though. And I think he released it because it... it, Those were weird times when the president was assassinated. Sure. And he's, I think in some ways comparing it to these weird times we are living in. 
It is very odd right now. That so is check that cool. out. Murder Most Foul, it's called. I will check that out because I, I, there are some, like I didn't live in the day and age of, you know, radio stations not allowed to play songs more than three minutes. I mean, right. when I was a kid, they were already playing long songs. And Dylan's another beast with that because even like, and I don't, I don't know the length, but like Tangled Up in Blue is another very long um, there's another long song. I mentioned yeah. Hurricane. There's uh, Maggie's Farm is a long song. But 17 minutes is like, yeah. geez, that's a sitcom. Oh, yeah, the song that I, I was playing it then after I heard it on the radio, I hit up the Spotify to play it on the ride home a second time because I wanted to hear it again. And you think the song's over and you look down and it's they got nine minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> yeah, Not even halfway through. <laughs> yeah, it is good, though. So uh, definitely check that out. I will. I like that. I've written it down. Uh, what else did I have written down here? Um, oh, uh, this bothered Bob Dwyer during the program, and it's okay. uh, bothered him some time, and it's come up. So we we're talking about uh, that that CBS will, I think, this week get us uh, laptops where right. we'll be able to uh, have our faces on television. And Gio had mentioned about decorating his room where he's broadcasting from, and he had said that, uh, you know, his wife doesn't let him put up sports memorabilia and that sort of thing. And it really bothers Bobby that one, when men get married, that there's this theory that women don't allow men to put stuff up. Right. Sure. Do you feel that yourself? Like if you want to put something up in the living room, is that a discussion you have to have with wife? Cause I know you do have Dallas Cowboy stuff in your office. Well, I think there's a couple of things. I think there are different rooms designated for different places. Now, you don't have to be, I always joke with, you know, with like Apple and the iPhone, I'll always say, yeah, if you want to be a sheep, go buy an iPhone like everybody else. I mean, I joke right. around with that. Um, there's reasons why I don't like Apple and they're more customer service based than anything, but it's a fun little thing we do. I think if you're going to be like everybody else and in this way I am, I think there are different rooms designed for different decor. I don't think, for instance... I think a basement, which is shared by everyone in the house. It's not just the... And I hate the stupid term man cave, that nonsense. Me too. It was just stupid. But um, I think a basement is a great gaming type of space that warrants sports memorabilia and stuff. And you can make it a cool hangout type of spot. I don't think the living room is a place where I want to hang my Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl 30 banner. Yeah, it just to me doesn't fit or work. I think <laughs> right for you know that's where honestly we we hang a lot of family pictures and stuff, and it's a little bit quieter on the walls. Maybe a nice painting, or it's just a nice place to be. Uh, the back family room we have, there's a little more of a sports element to it, but again, more family stuff. And then I have my office, which you know whatever my wife says, have at it the way you want. So. I mean, could I put stuff up if I wanted? Sure. She's not going to say no if we don't like Just like if she puts something up and I don't like it, you know, we'll take it down and find a better space for it. But I do think there are different spots in a house for different types of decor. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. That makes sense. The the basement being more gamey. Yeah. The living room being more where you would have, uh, when guests come over, they would sit in the living room. You're not sure. going to have a, you know, old school Tampa Bay Buccaneer helmet up there. Right. I mean, my wife, she's cool. Like even even like the living room where it's supposed to be the nicer of the rooms or whatever. We still have a PS4 in there and all sorts of video games in a little corner. Now it's neatly tucked away, 
but you can see it. I mean, there are some people that keep that room like, oh, God, take your shoes off. Don't touch anything. Yeah. We're not like that at all. But I, I can understand uh, the notion that some people are like that. Yes, I don't think it's 100% on the surface the way it seems. But, yeah, I, I could see what he's talking about. All right. Uh, yesterday for Easter, what did you have? Did you have a special Easter dinner, Jerry? No. Just a regular Sunday. Well, we we had because Saturday was my son's birthday, so a lot went into Saturday, and we were supposed to be with uh, my wife's parents for Easter yesterday. So there was never really any thinking towards doing anything for Easter because we were going to be on, you know, we were going to be away from the house. Um, so Saturday was a blast from morning all the way until we didn't go to bed till whatever eleven o'clock at night. We had a really good time. Sunday was a bit quieter. My wife made dinner, but it wasn't like we made this special, you know, Easter meal with this big baked ham and yams or anything like that. It was just, you know, we made dinner, we enjoyed it, and whatever. I was outside all day with the sunshine, and it was another day. How about you? You were by you were with her though, right? You were genius. yeah, but we had ordered um, some dinner from some uh, uh, some restaurant up north called rails nice and they sent though they sent uh big pieces of uh uh what is that meat that you dip into like the the uh au jus sauce prime rib beef prime Prime rib rib. yeah like a rosé i think my my body is not used to consuming a large chunk of red meat anymore i could see that but i jammed it all down my throat and then i was just like huh because that's like uh that's like Heavy. It's like a. It's heavy. Yes, heavy. It takes a while to get through you. And pink. Yeah. Heavy and, I, and pink, Jerry. I had a similar situation just because my little guy did not. Usually we go out to dinner. He didn't want to order in for his birthday. He actually asked me to make steak on the grill, which nice. I very rarely eat, maybe once a year. And this was the once. And so a very similar scenario that you had yesterday morning, just, you know, not feeling great. Right. Not myself. So, yes, I totally understand. Because you just had that big piece of red meat sitting in your stomach. Yeah, which because even like when we make burgers or something, I have a veggie burger, a black bean burger. Um, sometimes I'll make a turkey burger, but I've really been on the veggie burger lately. So I don't even eat the meat, the beef then. Yeah. And then when we have tacos, we use chopped turkey. So I'm not a big, I don't, I'm not really into the beef anymore. You're not a big meat guy as far as red meat guy. Not beef, no, not not red meat, not at all. Beef, beef up, Jerry. I know, I know, I don't, sorry. Then uh, there's a. Uh, I see a lot of women complaining on uh, social media, and uh, you know Gina complains a lot about this. That uh, women are very upset that they can't get their. Well, we know a lot of people are upset that they can't get their hair cut. Men sure. as well. I'm actually cutting my hair today. Oh, how are you going to do that? The way. I, remember, I used to always cut my hair. Remember that with the uh, with the clippers. Yeah. Well, no. I have the with the razor, with the razor, and then the little uh, attachment that goes to it. Yeah. I did it for years and years because I couldn't find a barber that would cut my hair consistently the right way or the same way until I found this guy at uh, Prime Barber Lounge in uh, Middletown. The place is fantastic, and I love going there, but they're closed. And I'm going, I got to, I have a standing appointment every two weeks, and it's been great. And so you never look, you really don't, you never look shabby or too long. Well, now it's a, going on five weeks. It's enough. Right. So I'm going to go back to old school and do it myself today because I can't take it anymore. Can you take a before and after photo? Yeah, for sure. Like, take a photo before you do it, and then when you trim yourself up. Yes, I can do that. I would like to see that, Jerry. Let's get that on Twitter. Oh, I was going to text it to you. Oh, text it to me. Okay. That'll (laughs) be even better. (laughs) I'll put it on Twitter if you don't mind. I would ask permission first. (laughs) You're funny. (laughs) But women are complaining that they they can't get their nails done. Yeah, I know. 
And I thought, I thought everyone could do their own nails. They can. I know it's nice to go to the nail salon. I like a good pedicure, Jerry. But uh, women can't seem to paint their own nails. Which I, you know, I which my I, wife does. I, you know, she does, right? Well, she goes every week or every I forget every week or every two weeks. She goes to get them done. But when she can, she does them herself. So right now, she's doing them all herself. I gotta say, we're all saving. I know the economy is uh, non-existent now, but we're all saving so much money by not being allowed to spend the money. Okay. Right? So we I can't would, get nails done. We don't go out to restaurants as much. Right. Big, and how about the fact I haven't bought gas in a month? Yeah, I got gas the other uh, this weekend, but I sat on, I was on my, you know, where the light comes on that says you need gas. Right. For like a week. Because I knew I was just going down the road, down the road, you know, right, back sure. and forth. But you do have that drive to Spring Lake, though, so. I do. That's point, why. Yeah. Yes, that's why I needed to get I needed to gas up. You know what's funny? You mentioned the nail thing. Yeah. Just if you would have ever thought of like a career that you would think is like recession proof. Yes. Wouldn't you think being in the salon business? Yes. Uh, you know, a barber, nails, like what would ever shut that down? <laughs> right. And we're living through it. Now we have it. We know what it is. Coronavirus. That's unbelievable. Coronavirus uh, is shooting all of us down, and I'm not even going to be able to get the run today, Jerry, because of this uh, monsoon we're dealing with. You could run. I might. I might. <laughs> if it eases up a little bit, and I see there's some there's some easement, I might give it a shot. Some easement. Just be careful. Don't run anywhere where trees can come down. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, maybe or run tomorrow. The... Right. Right. Who am I? What am I? A marathon runner? I can't wait an extra day. You you can wait. You wait two I'll days wait. if you have to. That's true. Yeah. Okay. All right, Jerry, let's um, pass this off to the warm-up show, which is next, and it All was right. terrific. That was quick. All right, Jerry, we will uh, see everybody tomorrow. Stay safe, as they say, and be corona-free. Okay. See It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. All right, Monday morning, a new week for you. Alan Madawan, I'm here. What's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Jerry, I had a uh, rough night of sleep last night. I'd like to share with you what Dude, happened. so did I. Well, uh, mine was filled with angst and worry because around 9 o'clock I lost power for yeah. some reason. Yeah, did you lose as well? been flickering on and off and so i think i've been up since 1 a.m because i was kind of worried about my phone dying and not waking up i tell you the part that hit well your your oh you plug your phone in is and use that as your alarm yeah and when i laid down it was at about 12 percent oh so yeah it was you know the power's going on and off you don't know if the phone's going to be charged you're worried about waking up power came back on phone started charging felt better about it power went out again so yeah i've been up for probably since 1 a.m i would say i wonder why the power went out in our area here we had now today we're supposed to get very big storms across the listening uh, area here jerry i had on uh twitter richie collins tell us that uh transformer blew in our area it blew it, it done blowed up yeah, and then they're saying 70-mile-an-hour winds this afternoon. I'll tell you, so last night mine went out about 9 o'clock. Right. Uh, my phone was fully charged by then, so I was excited about that. But I started thinking about all of the chicken in my freezer and all of the people that have hoarded chicken and other frozen foods, jamming them. And so as I'm laying in bed trying to fall asleep, I'm like, okay, 
How long will this power be out? How long does chicken stay frozen in a freezer? If the if the chicken fully thaws, do I have to cook all of this chicken? Can I then refreeze the chicken after I've cooked it? Can I refreeze raw chicken twice? Like all these things were racing through my head. And then the power came back on about an hour and a half, an hour and 15 minutes later. So I was like, all right, my chicken's okay. You're fine. Because it's like uh, the great running back Marshawn Lynch says, Jerry, take care of your chickens. Right. Well, that was money. Uh, he meant money. But this uh, in, the, in this day and age, frozen chicken is money in uh, coronavirus America. Right. Now, Jerry, when you go out, you have to wear a mask now. Are you aware of that? Uh, yeah, we talked about this Friday. Did you wear? Do you? Uh, it does feel weird, though. I'll tell you this: I I I overthink now going out, not because I think I'm going to ca- catch coronavirus, but the pain in the neck of having to put a mask on. It's different for sure. I keep it in my truck so that when I get there, I can put it on. I'm not driving. Or I do see people driving around yeah. with it on. That I'm not. I doing. do see that as well. Yeah, silly. Right, but I get to a place, I'm wearing glasses, I'm wearing a hat. Now I have to take the hat off the glasses, put the mask on, adjust it so it's not covering my eyeballs. Right. I'm like, do I really need that for a cup of coffee? No. I'm going to stay home. Well, that's the whole thing about not even bothering to go out. You go out when you just need your quote-unquote essentials. And now they've cut the um, amount of people that are allowed in stores that are allowed to stay open, the essential stores. So now there's a line outside of every store. Yeah, that, and Come people on. are showing up. I think, the, hmm, I think the trick is you go late. The problem is the, the, the shelves have been ravaged. Right. Oh, yeah. But you can yeah. get in and out. Like I went to the store on Thursday. I went. Here's two times you go. Late in the day. Or you go during a storm. So I went during a big storm last week. There was no one in the store. Oh, so you're saying maybe today when we're getting uh, destroyed by winds and rain, that's when people go to the store. Uh, yes. I think I if like you go it. out today during the monsoon, I think you'll be the only one in the store. Okay. I, mean, I might but, do that. But think about it, though. Now you're walking out of the store in a monsoon with all your groceries. Right. But give and take. Wet groceries, Jerry. Could Jerry, be. Yesterday was Easter around these parts for those who celebrate. Didn't feel like it, but yes. Right. One of the people who celebrated was Jose Canseco on Twitter and tweeted, uh, you know, a lot of people, a lot of celebrities tweet happy Easter messages out to people. He tweeted a happy Easter to everyone except Alex Rodriguez. Yeah, they're not friends. But to specifically wish not a nice Easter to A-Rod. That feud, Jerry, is still going strong, in case you were wondering. I don't think A-Rod cares. Do you think it got it, it, that word got to A-Rod that he was wished a not happy Easter? I'm sure he saw it, sure. He seems like he's very up, to, up on his social media. I don't think he cares. I'm sure a lot of people told him about it on social media. Uh, he probably laughed it off and said, look at me and look at him. Now, did you remember to get Easter candy for your children? My my wife, yeah, she handled. She did. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was something. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, listen, it didn't feel like Easter, but it doesn't mean we didn't, you know, do the same things that we usually do. It was just much smaller, just the four of us, and we had a good time. I actually saw the Easter money with a mask on, so he was doing uh, things properly. He's an essential worker. All of the uh, local governors told us that. I did see that as well. We had, uh, he came around on a fire truck. Pretty yes, cool. Yes, I saw the Easter Bunny on a fire truck. Who knew? <laughs> I will tell you, too, on Saturday, it was my little guy's 10th birthday, and his baseball team did the drive-by parade. Oh, yeah. And literally, it takes 90 seconds, but it was one of the coolest things, and they did it for one of his teammates the day before, too. Really, very nice gesture. Very cool. 
they drive by and honk and wave and that sort of thing. Yeah, and it was you know what it was loud and it was twelve cars and it was it was fun. The kids were hanging out the window and they made signs and you know what for for ninety minute ninety seconds or two minutes of his day it was kind of cool and we had a nice day anyway. But that certainly made it in the middle of the day. I'm going to uh, point something out to people if you're looking for something to read. I found this interesting and find this whole concept interesting. Uh, Joel Sherman put out a piece over the weekend about Drew Henson. Remember Drew Henson, Jerry? Yeah, Cowboys signed him. He was a a quarterback for the Cowboys at one point. He was uh, on the New York Yankees at one point. But it was one of these guys who was like a can't-miss player in both football and baseball. And he missed. And he missed on both of them. So uh, I always am fascinated by these guys. Because I, I, I always wonder how it hits them psychologically mm-hmm. and how they move on with life. But um, it's a really good piece in the New York Post that's online if uh, you're looking for something to read later on. There you go. Just something a little interesting for people. He's now in uh, Tampa. He lives in Tampa. Well, who, who doesn't want to live in Tampa? What was the biggest thing you took? Just give us one thing you took from it that surprised you or intrigued you. Um, that he said he was uh, close to getting a job with an NFL team before coronavirus hit, and he's hoping to connect with Tom Brady again as they were teammates at Michigan. Okay. And now that Brady is in Tampa, he's hoping to connect with him. Very cool. The end. The end. All right. Well, now I don't have to read it. Next, uh, Well, no, there's other <laughs> terrific things. I'm uh, just kidding. Next week is the NFL draft, Jerry, and we got word this uh, past weekend that we're going to see Roger Goodell's basement. Right, and I'm sure it looks better than most people's homes. As he is going to announce the first-round picks from his basement. All right. Do you think this will be his real basement? Or, like, Saturday Night Live did a thing this weekend where everyone was supposedly at their homes, and Tom Hanks hosted from his house, but it was clearly a green screen he was in front of with a fake. Do you think we're going to get a real Roger Goodell basement? I do. Do you think we'll get to look? Will he be like, turn the cameras around, look no. around in my basement? I don't think he's going to give you a tour of his house, oh. but I do think they're probably setting everything up in his basement now, all the cameras and everything he needs yeah. so that there's no flaws or issues and there's no crashes of the website. I Yes, I think that that will be his basement, and I think it'll look different and cool. Will he be casual Goodell or in a suit Goodell in his own basement? Suit. I don't I don't yeah, think, I think I've so have you ever too. seen him with a polo shirt and jeans on? <laughs> no. The closest you get is sometimes like when he's at a game he wears like a like some sort of a nicer winter coat. Right. That's not a suit, but that's the closest we're going to get. Yeah, I agree. I but, I think he'll be in a suit personally. All right, so he'll be in a suit. Yes. Uh, did you watch any of this ESPN horse competition? I did. I did. did. I watched about uh, 45 minutes of it, and then I was done. Was it better or worse than you thought it would be? It, you know what? It, it, was, hmm. it was worse because the remote thing, while it worked, didn't work because the connections were not great. Like Tamika Catchings, she was outside in Indiana. She was in Indiana somewhere, and the weather wasn't great. It was cold, and you couldn't really hear her great. Her connection kept freezing. Um, you know, some of them weren't. I don't know. It just it didn't it didn't work for me the way I thought it was going to. I, for some reason, I had this idea that there would be camera people there. I don't know why I thought that, and that it was going to be a nice, clean feed, and it wasn't. And to me, it took away a little bit of it. But I mean, it was something for a little while at least. To watch, um, uh, so yeah, I'll probably watch it again a little bit Thursday night, but I don't know about the whole thing. So everyone had to be their own cameraman, is what you're saying? Yeah, that's exactly right. So you had like um, 
trying to think. Mike, Mike, Mike Conley was in a gym. His was the best, perhaps because he was inside and probably was on good internet. He was maybe uh, hardwired. He might have been. I'm not sure. But his never froze. And you could actually hear him. It was much clearer. The guys that were outside, very difficult. Like Trey Young was outside in the driveway. You couldn't hear a thing he was saying. I love hardwiring everything. I agree. I agree. I know who taught me that? Eddie Scazzeri. He had his house uh, redone a couple of number of years ago, and he told me that he hardwired every room for internet. Oh, that's cool. I was like, what a great idea. It is a good idea. We have it in two rooms, and then the two rooms have the routers. So we have one router hardwired upstairs and the one downstairs. So we actually don't have any issues with it, but I think that's a tremendous idea. Jerry, do you have any interest in these uh, this Tom Brady trademarks? Would you want a T-shirt that said... I would not. I'm not a Bucks fan. But if you were, would you want a T-shirt yes. that said Tampa Bay? Yeah, if I was a Bucks fan, I would buy that. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you? Because <laughs> it's corny. It is, but if you're a Bucks fan and he's going to take you to the Super Bowl, let's put it this way. If they go to the Super Bowl, I'd be all in on anything he puts out. <laughs> like, how okay. could you not be? What if you had a choice? You could only pick one T-shirt. They both have the same design, but one says... I'd go Tampa Brady. <laughs> over, I like that. You like Tampa Brady over I do. Tampa Bay? Yeah, Tampa Bay looks stupid. <laughs> I like Tampa Brady. I think that's kind of neat. Yeah, right. At least you got like... Right. That's two real names. No fugaziness. Tampa is not a name. No. It's stupid. And Bay is Bay. It's not even Tom, Tampa Bay. Right. So, no, I like Tampa Brady because both of them are mixed beautifully. Right, Tampa Brady. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you down for that T-shirt, Jerry. Oh, the, you buying with the Bucko Bruce? Only if it's a big Bucko Bruce face on it. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Deion Sanders had to come out and say he was just joking, Jerry, when he told Todd Gurley that he best not wear number 21 on the Falcons. I'm disappointed by that. I wanted Dion and his Santa Claus beard to stay strong. Right, me too. Guess First not. of all. Has no one wore 21 on the Falcons since then? I thought they had a running back I years don't know. ago that wore 21. But yeah, but probably with his blessing. Or maybe prior to, maybe I'm thinking of the dude who who uh, was the running back there prior to Dion even getting there. Yeah, I don't know. I, my guess is anybody that's worn it has worn it with his blessing. May I have your blessing to wear number 21 on the Falcons? <laughs> Imagine having to make that phone call as an adult. Yes, I could. Adult well, but man. think about it. Didn't like uh, the guy on the on the box had to give up his number for Brady? Yeah, you know, I mean, these things happen. Yeah, be like Brady, pick another number. Be number well, ten. That's what you were at Michigan. He wants his own. He wants to be number ten. Didn't, didn't Eric like, Metcalf wear number twenty one? Yeah, know, I kind of feel he, like when did he play though? I don't know. I'm trying. It's all I'm a little to look fuzzy. Now. Hold on. Let me. I gotta see if I can. Look. I know we gotta take a break. I'll tell you what. Do you let's think... take a let, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Let's take a break. I'm going to try and find out what other guys wore number 21 before or after. Just the Google it. I am going to Google We're it, but busy. I need a break to do it. We'll do that. We'll come back. I'm surprised you didn't talk about Dak and um, and Ezekiel well, Elliott. Oh, let's. We'll discuss that when we get back. Because I'll tell you, you why I didn't put it on my list today. There's a tease. Back in a moment with Boomer <laughs> and Geo at six on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, I got a couple big. I got a couple names for you that were number twenty-one in Atlanta as well. Eric Metcalf did, and so did D'Angelo Hall. So there's a couple. So what he else? Must, Desmond he must have, Trufant. 
He must have given his blessing then, Jerry. Yes, must have, yes. So there's definitely been a couple that have done it since. What else? So the reason I didn't put on my show sheet today that uh, Dak Prescott had a party with 30-plus people, including Ezekiel Elliott, was I saw conflicting reports. Yes, so did I. On whether that really what there really was a party or not. Because according to the police who went out there, they went out there to investigate a supposed party complaint from neighbors, and when they got there, there was no party. Right. I wonder if it was like a dinner party of like eight people or something. Yeah, so then I was like, do I want to slam Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott if it's not true? Good for you. Look at you being a real journalist. Thank you, Jerry. Although some people question maybe the police uh, are are friends with Dak and Zeke and didn't uh, pretend that there was no party. That's very possible as well. So I didn't know what to... Jerry, I, I probably thought about this for a good eight hours yesterday you would think in a lot of cases if you're friends with people in authority it goes one of two ways they're going to give you the break or they're going to take you you know to the cleaners yeah right no middle ground there's no in between with it yeah and i speaking of that i saw um on the garden state parkway here in new jersey yeah uh signs that say if you get a speeding ticket now you have to go to court why i don't know the local governments are making up whatever rules they want right now. They'll just be like, <laughs> if you walk into a Walgreens, we could arrest you. Uh, and I, if guess, you I guess they figure everybody's home, so no one's going to notice. <laughs> well, I guess they, though, I had tweeted about this. And There's more oh, classic on. Yankees baseball tonight at 7.